Episode 92 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Berkici.ca, the best of Italy delivered straight to your door anywhere in Canada. Wherever you get this podcast, click on Berkici at the bottom. You'll see it underlined and order away. Italy comes to you at Berkici.ca. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Hey, what's happening? It's Freeway Frag Thursday edition of The Drive-By. Hope you're doing all right. I was having this conversation like I do. A lot of things I bring up on this podcast, I'm having a conversation. It's a natural conversation with people, with friends, sometimes strangers, sometimes soon-to-be friends. And then I go, well, I got to mention this on the podcast because this is important. And I saw this on social media. I saw an actor, I can't remember what the actor's name is, talking about this you might remember it was a big speech during the Oscars a couple of years ago. Not that I like the Oscars and all that superficial bullshit, but how often do you call your mom? How often do you call your parents? Maybe you don't have both your parents in your life, unfortunately. Maybe you only have one parent. I think you realize after you lose a parent how important it is after the fact of having one parent and how important. I have one. I have my mom. Lost my dad 16 years ago. I miss him every day. Missing both your parents, I think, would be, and that day will come for all of us, it will be tough on everyone. And for some people, as I said, listening right now, they, some don't have both their parents, and it's tough. And if you could just snap your fingers and bring them back, that'd be the, the most incredible thing. So if you have one parent, or if you have both your parents, you're lucky enough to have both your parents, how often do you call your dad, your mom? How often? It's important. It's an important question to ask yourself. And I'm kicking it off right at the top of this podcast because I thought after having this conversation before I came on here that it's important to ask this question. What's what's the right amount of times you should call your parents? I don't think there's a number. I don't think there's a number written out on a scoreboard of the amount of times you need to call. I call my mom. Sometimes it's every day. Sometimes it's twice a day every day. Sometimes I could go two or three days without calling her. But never more than, honestly, never more than 48 hours is pushing it for me. And my mom also is a senior citizen. She's older. So, you know, we check up on her. Now she's made the decision at some point she's going to be leaving her own place and will be living mostly with my sister. And she's here right now, actually, at my house and then coming to my house as well. It's not that she doesn't like my house. She, she says I'm too far away from the action where she lives. And where her actual nightclub, her nightclub, <laughs> her Italian club is. Yeah, it's kind of like a nightclub they dance. And she says, you're too far away. So she'll be living with my sister at some point. But it, losing their independence, losing our independence, right? I mean, we start off as kids. And then when you become older, you really almost like become kids again, right? We all become kids again. It must be tough for people. And we're all going to face it, as I said. But getting back to the original question, how often? If you can, you should call your parents. I mean... Some people live far away, it's long distance, it's not feasible to call, you know, uh, across the ocean. Uh, if you're in the same city, I would imagine every couple of days, you know, three, four times a week. Some people see their parents every day. Again, it all depends on culture, tradition, how you were brought up. For me, my grandmother lived with us, my dad's mom, when I was growing up. I saw her every single day of my life. So when she passed away, 
it was tragic for me. It was my first death in the family. It really affected me to the point where it, it kind of messed me up. I was young and, and it took me a long time to get over it. The, the most important thing is to be in contact with your parents. And if I could give any advice, I always had great relations with my parents. The important thing is, is to let bygones be bygones. If you're currently not speaking to your parents, it, it's never worth it. At the end of the day, it's your mom and it's your dad. They brought you into this world. It, I mean, I know people, there's family feuds, communication breaks down, but there should never be a reason why you should go too long because you never know. In a flash, and I know tons of people that this has happened to, in a flash, here today, gone the next day. And you don't know. Your own mortality, our own mortality. We don't know whether we're going to be here tomorrow. So I think it's important when you can, start off with this. Call your parents. Just call them. Start off with one time a week. Then bring it up to twice a week. And if you can, three times a week. At some point, they might, if they start getting annoyed by the amount of times you're calling, <laughs> you know, you might be calling a little too too often. And there's never an age. And I, and I know my, my dad was getting older. Uh, my mom is older. Uh, yes, the phone calls, there are more calls. You realize it. Something in you tells you, call, call more often. So as I said, for me, it's almost every day. That's what I would recommend. Call as many times as you can. I know, I know a lot of people have parents that are in their 50s or they're in their 60s. They have young parents. So they feel like I could afford another week. I could afford another few days, whatever the case is. No, we can't because we never know. To me, at least, as I said, it says a lot when I see people. It's one thing to feud with your siblings. Even though I get along great, I only have you know one sister. I get along great with her. but And I know people have issues with their, all families have some kind of issues, some kind of thing that's happened. All families, there's no perfect family. People might pretend there is, but at some point, let, give it time. Even if things are going perfect right now, at some point, sibling will get older, a brother might say something, a sister might do something. Sometimes it might be a niece or a cousin or a family member or whatever, even a parent. And things could change in a blink of an eye. So one of the most important things I would recommend, and I don't think I need to tell you, but I think it's a good conversation to have to remind us all and everybody, it's not worth it. It's not worth having arguments with your mom and dad that leads to not talking. Even with siblings, but with siblings, I understand. This has happened forever. I know people who don't talk to their siblings. It's been years, five years, 10 years. But parents, I don't care if your wife, I don't care if your husband has an issue and all that, whatever it is, you do what you can to still speak to them. They don't want to speak to them. Fine. But you have to do everything to solve whatever it is that's going on so that things get better. Because I'm telling you, the last regret you want in life is losing a parent and not being able to tell them either I'm sorry or I love you or something. That, that to me, are, are worse regrets in life than stupid careers, decisions you made that roads you didn't take, whatever the case is, whatever. It could be your love, romance, career, job, whatever. But there's nothing worse than on the day of the passing of any of your parents when you didn't get a chance to say something to them and something you've always wanted to say. Say it now, today. Tomorrow's never guaranteed. I didn't want to start off the podcast with this, but it was such a an important conversation, I think, and an important thing to mention. I thought, if I don't mention this off the top, it would be a shame. You know, people hear my first segment. I'm talking about uh, this is the second or third. They don't get to it. This is what I wanted to get to today. It's something that I wanted to, to just mention. All of us to remember. All of us. And, and by the way, it doesn't make the other person, your neighbor, better than you if they're talking and have an amazing relationship 
with your parents and you don't. Maybe something happened. I understand. I understand. Some people weren't good parents. Some people were horrible parents, did bad things. I get that. I do understand that. I do get that. I mean, there are things that are unforgivable. I understand that. But if they're not at that level, it's just something like a, an argument within the family. or There's unforgivable things, and there's things that are, almost everything's forgivable, right? Unless it's really bad shit. You know what I'm talking about. So besides that, then I would understand. Otherwise, no, I don't understand why nothing could be solved. And I know sometimes people are more stubborn, more hard-headed than others, but solve the problems. Call your parents. I have a theory, and this is a theory that I'm sticking with. I've always believed people who don't love animals somewhere deep down inside, are uh, they're evil. Unless they're allergic, okay? Because I'm allergic to cats, but I still love animals. I'll give you an example. Whenever I go to my, my in-laws, it's like a zoo. They have a million animals, okay? I'm not allergic to dogs, but I'm allergic to cats. The minute I get in, my, my mother-in-law gives me you know, allergy pills, I go into somebody's house, they have a cat, they know they have to put the cat somewhere else because I'll literally stop breathing. But I still like cats in some way. It's like they know. Cats are clever. So whenever I'm in a home that has a cat, the cat gets to me. It knows. This this guy is allergic to me, but fuck him. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna make his life miserable. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want him. And I still, and I'll end up, you know, my wife's like, no, no, don't do that. Then the dander's going to get everywhere. Don't, Frank, don't. You're going to regret it. But that's because I love animals. Yeah, you ever watch... I try not to watch these videos that come up on, on Instagram. You know, the ones where animals are, I don't even know why people share these videos. You know, a, a lion, basically a group of lions, right? They just charge at a, an innocent, smaller animal, and then they destroy him. And he, like, that breaks my heart. It really does. And, and I understand hunting and gaming and all that stuff. But for me, it's it, like I, I get no satisfaction. I get it for the people who it's been part of their culture, the way they grew up. People that are subscribing to more ethical ways of, of getting their meat and getting killing their own animals. I understand that. I respect that. But it hurts me. It hurts me to see a bird being attacked. It hurts me to see a, a squirrel suffering. It just, it's just the way I am. That doesn't mean that I can't turn around and if I needed to and to survive, I, you know, I can't kill an animal in order to survive? Yeah. I wouldn't be able to kill my own dog <laughs> to survive. I'd probably die on the spot. But if push came to shove, I might have to do it. But I'm convinced that people that don't love animals, you know, these are the people that they come into your home sometimes, you have a dog and your dog is super cute, super nice. Everybody loves your dog, but they don't really acknowledge your dog and they don't really care. They couldn't care less. I find these people to be the something missing, something missing because how could you not, like I walk in anywhere and I see a dog and immediately, as a dog owner, dog person, I'm like, oh, an automatic reaction you have when you walk in. Or any kind of animal. Somebody has a rabbit, uh, a bunny, whatever. It could be any animal. Farm animal, horses. Even I see those videos of, uh, you know, cows being saved and on sanctuary, animal sanctuary farms. And I mean, it, te it tears me apart. I, I can't explain it. Most of the time, I feel more for animals than I do for other people. That's not saying much. That's because a lot of things have changed. <laughs> In the last little while. So I'm just saying, I have a place for animals sometimes before I have a place for people. Because people let you down. Animals, they never do. They never seem to let you down. They're the most loyal and always by your side. So again, people who don't love animals, to me, evil. Something's not right. Something just doesn't make sense. Something's off. Something's not right. It's They're missing. You know, better luck if they love their children, but they don't love animals. 
but I see the way they treat, they treat their, their, their kids and their loving parents. Okay, I'm not, that's not what I mean. But if they don't have the ability, you don't have an, uh, the ability to love an animal, you know, something furry and cute, and sometimes not even cute, but just somebody who's here with us on this planet at the same time, and you have zero regard for it, to me, it's, it tells a story. I have to be honest, it tells a story. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast number 92 is brought to you by Berkici.ca. It's the finest, the best of Italian products delivered straight to your door. Anywhere you're listening to this podcast, coast to coast in Canada, you could be in Western Canada. You could be in Southern Ontario, Quebec, wherever. Check it out. Berkici.ca. B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I dot C-A. Check out their shopping cart. You'll click on order now. Every single section in the store as you're going up and down the aisles they have online. Click, goes to your shopping cart at the end, order, poof, delivered straight to your home. And it's that simple. Even if you live in the Montreal area where I do this podcast, you don't even have to go into the store. Anywhere in Quebec, it's that simple. And now people I know who used to go in are now just ordering and getting it delivered. Huh? See, you're probably going to end up doing it. And it's not because you're lazy. We've had so much snow this winter. There's so much traffic around this freaking city. It's a mess. Depending on where you live, to go from one side of town to the other side of town, you're going to waste two or three hours. Let's be honest. So instead of doing all that, berkici.ca, order the best of Italy straight to your home, anywhere coast to coast in Canada. Check them out. I'll tell you what I'm fed up with. I'm fed up with this. On Instagram, and, and you see it on, uh, even though I'm not on TikTok, but you see the TikTok videos on Instagram. Anytime you hear me talking about TikTok, by the way, which I think is evil, anytime you hear me, speaking of people who don't love animals, Anytime I see this, it rubs me the wrong way. And I'll tell you why. It's the split screens. You know when you see a split screen with people nodding and agreeing with others, making the valid points about whatever it is they're talking. So someone's talking about what happened in the last couple of years, and then there's someone like pointing yes and, and shaking their head, and maybe it's a politician or somebody else saying something, and the other person, it's a split screen, and the person on the right, all they're doing is, is, is agreeing. Or they're snapping their fingers and words are coming out on the screen and they're agreeing and they're like the hell yes and 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 they get literally hundreds of thousands of views. But all they're doing is they're there to play the part of you. As you're watching it, you're having the same type of maybe expression, you're having the same type of reaction, and you're just seeing their reaction. So you're reacting to their reaction as they're reacting to what's being said. You get what I'm saying here? The split screens with people nodding right and agreeing most of the time they're agreeing sometimes they're disagreeing with something and they're you know shaking their head or whatever the case is but these videos i don't know if, if they get to you they get to me why because it takes no effort it's these it's almost like these people know that they're going to put this out and it's going to get hundreds of thousands of views and they literally have done nothing they haven't added any opinions they haven't added their own edit you know editorial their own thoughts. It's literally, I'm going to nod yes. I'm going to nod no. I'm going to point at the camera. I'm going to give a thumbs up. It's it's ridiculous. And I see these. And every time I see one come on, it's almost like I immediately lose respect for the person who's doing it. If they're adding something to it, if they're pausing the video and then adding something, it's one thing. But literally just shaking your head, yes or no, to me, it's like you, you've, you've contributed nothing to society besides, besides attaching yourself it's very narcissistic in a, in a way, I find. You're just adding yourself to it because you want to ride on the coattails of whoever's giving this amazing opinion that you didn't think of but you agree with. So you're just going to nod, say yes, and smile, and 
give the thumbs up. So you look good and you get the views, but you have literally contributed nothing. Zero to the video. Okay, let's end these, by the way, and let's stop making these popular. Don't comment. Don't heart. Don't like these videos. We're just helping these people basically feel like they're important, feel like they've, they've done something when they've done Zippo. Nothing. I've noticed this, by the way, if you have, do you have a, a camera at the front of your home? Do you have cameras? Do you have uh, maybe the Ring camera or a Google, whatever, Nest or whatever it is? You ever notice that, or maybe you just have a, you know, a more sophisticated camera system. But I've noticed this. I've noticed it's never happened at, at my house yet. It has happened where I've had friends over and they're outside in the front. The camera picks you up while they're outside smoking or whatever they're doing on a break when we're having a poker night, whatever. But I don't go eavesdrop. I don't go watch the videos or anything like that. But I know people that have, okay, because I don't want to know. I don't want to, and I trust my friends to know that they're not shit-talking me when they're outside at the front of my house smoking a cigarette while I'm downstairs waiting for them to continue the poker game, okay? Unless they're shit-talking me about a hand or a suck-out or someone else who sucked, sucked out on them during the game. That's kind of funny, right? But I don't have those types of friends. But I saw this this video where uh, this guy was basically saying that his uh, this Italian guy was saying that his aunt was over and he caught his aunt on his ring camera basically trashing completely trashing the work they had done in their backyard. She even made some criticisms, made some comments about his wife and he was watching all this and then he basically went back to his zia, his aunt and said, "Why were you saying all that stuff?" and she denied it. And he's like, You're, what are you denying? I have you. I have this, this is so funny. I have you recorded on my phone. So he shows her and she goes, I don't believe it. I go, Wait, what's, what's not to believe? You were saying all these bad things about us being show-offs, us putting all this stone in the backyard. We have a nice pool. We have this. We have that. Whatever. You know, what made them do and spend all this money? I mean, it's nice, but, but who do they think they are? You said this. He's telling this. He's saying this to his aunt. And she's like, oh, no, no, I didn't say that. And now he's showing the video where she's watching it. And she's getting embarrassed. And there's other people around. This is a true video that I watched. And she's like, no, no, I didn't say it. I don't believe what's out there nowadays. You could edit. You could manipulate. I didn't say any of that stuff. And then he basically, this guy approaches the other person that was there with her and say, did you not hear her say all this? person didn't want to get involved. Of course, there was no editing done. He didn't put, he, he, he's telling his aunt, I couldn't have edited this. I don't have editing equipment. And in the, in the 20 minutes, 15 minutes since you've done it, I didn't alter this. This was you. Anyway, she denies it all. She ends up leaving and they're not talking. Hey, by, by the way, there's a method to the madness of this podcast. Did you hear at, at the beginning of this podcast, I was saying, call your parents, let bygones be bygones, you know, reconcile with family members. I mean, this is something though, an aunt. Okay. First of all, an aunt and somebody that comes to your house and trashes you while they're at your house with other people, you catch them on the ring camera. Then you approach them. And I mean, these people, I mean, they have to be small town minded peoples, you know, like older people from small towns. In this case, this woman was from a small town in Italy. And she's like, oh, I, I don't trust what's going on nowadays. You edited this. I didn't say anything. She denies everything that she did. She completely ripped them a new, a new nut. Everything she said, she said was manipulated. And that's how things are nowadays. I didn't say any of that stuff. And that's it. Now they, they don't talk to each other anymore. 
she had the audacity to say she didn't say anything <laughs> of course the ring video was manipulating everything she was saying so that it made it sound like she was because it's a ring video that alters images and alters sound to make it sound like you're always trashing the person whose house you're at of course that's the technology yeah that's how small-minded these people are at, at that point if you're an honorable person and you're caught you say i'm sorry I didn't mean to say that you're right. I don't know why I'm, I'm such a horrible person. And reconcile right then. It was her opportunity when faced with the evidence that she was trashing the two homeowners, who happens to be his, her nephew and his nephew's wife, to just fess up right there because he has it recorded. But no, instead, she took it to the end. She took it to the end, and she was like, no, she denied it right up until the end, even though the proof was there. Unbelievable. This is, to me, it's insanity that people would want to carry the lie and continue the lie when there's the evidence right in front of them. You know, at some point, when, when, you, when you mess up and you're faced with that, okay, first of all, I wouldn't, be doing, I wouldn't be doing that. That's not my style. But let's say it was. How do you deny that? The first thing you, you have to do is, I'm sorry, you're right. I don't know why I did that. I apologize. I hope you accept my apology. It was a dick move. Never meant to say that. Guys, I don't know what I'm thinking. Maybe I've had a couple of drinks. I, whatever it takes, apologize and say sorry. You don't play it up like, oh, you know, you don't know those devices nowadays anymore. The, they manipulate. I didn't say that. And t- <laughs> Okay, but just remember. Okay, 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 okay. Just remember, when you do go to somebody's house, nowadays, there are things recording. Could be a ring camera, as I said, could be a nest, whatever it is, they're recording. So watch what you say. Friendly reminder from your pal, Freeway Frank. Even though, as I said, you shouldn't be trashing people. Sometimes you've had a couple of drinks, you're somewhere, maybe you're at somebody's house you don't know too well. Careful, because there are devices recording, and in the end, you look like the jackass. And you don't look like a, a very good person. You really don't. You, and there's no denying it when they have the proof. You're safe at my house because I don't go back. Maybe my uh, my my wife was out of town when I had my poker night, so she said she w- was watching what they were talking about in the front because it was interesting. They were smoking, they were having fun, but she goes, it was uh, mindless drivel, you know, guy stuff they were talking. She goes, it was fun watching. But I would never w- watch because, again, first of all, I, I trust that my friends would never say anything mean a- against me, but even if they did, I don't think they uh, that would be the place for them to trash me right outside my house. And I think my friends are smart enough to know that there's a recording device in the front. And it's not for them. It's not to capture friends of mine talking shit about me. It's, it's for security reasons. <laughs> this is, okay, guys, uh, you, we learned a couple of things on this podcast. Together, we've learned some stuff together. That's why I brought all this stuff up. You never know who's watching. Big Brother might be watching you. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast, number 92, has been brought to you by Berkici.ca. Order Italy, delivered straight to your door, the best of Italian products uh, from Italy, straight to your home, via Berkici.ca. Check them out, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I-C-I.ca. At the bottom of this podcast, wherever you get it, you're going to see it underlined, click on it, and order away. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'll be back with two more episodes next week, Tuesday and Thursday. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. We'll